We're talking to each other. Hello? I'm in my garage. I'm so happy. Finally. Oh, out loud. It's, uh, it was just nine or 11 days or whatever it was, but it felt, um, it was super fun, obviously, but, uh, but it was a lot and I'm, and I'm going away again on Wednesday. Jackie Cation here, by the way, opening for Brian Regan in New York and, and Boston. I was. I was just thinking of my favorite Brian Regan line, which is go my favorite sports team go (laughs) to me that that encapsulates the human condition. We all want to belong to something uh, yet. We won't do the work to actually understand what we want to belong to. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) It's so great. He's uh, one of my favorite sports jokes of his is uh, where they Mm -hmm. never mic the people asking the questions so it's always like oh but and uh and then it's and then the answers just sound cryptic and weird because we don't know what the question was and um yeah and his least favorite question that's asked on the field of of coaches is is this a must win situation and (laughs) (laughs) and if and if it's like a five out of seven he waits for someone to go actually no no how math works uh this actually isn't a must win we could lose two more (laughs) very funny oh yeah well uh yeah he's brilliant and uh you're so lucky you get to work with them for how how many dates Um, i think it's four nights four shows so um same no, place? no, we're doing Worcester, Mass, someplace that might be Huntington, New York. Oh, Buffalo, and then Huntington. That's it. Two nights in Huntington, and Huntington seems to be in Long Island. So I'm flying into I'm flying into yeah, Boston, right. and I'm flying out of JFK. So okay. cool. Did you did you uh do you arrange all your own flights? Like it's just sort of a buyout, like a chunk no, of money. No, they or used what? to do that. He used to do that. Um. And then there was, you, you got a buyout for air and hotel and he always stays at a very mm-hmm. nice hotel and I would always stay at a Hilton, uh, Hampton Inn. And then you kind of pocketed the difference. Um, but there was a couple instances where people were hard to group. So he started saying, you guys, I know what you're doing, and I completely approve of the pocketing of extra cash, but you have to stay where I'm staying now. And you have to, you know, and he's going to, and they had always done the airlines. But, um, so, like, I opened for him at Carnegie Hall, like, four or five years ago, and I stayed at Four Seasons. I stayed at like some sort of fancy pants. The first time I worked, one of the first times I did, well, the first time I worked with him was here in California, but the first time I did the road was a Florida gig and he stayed at a Four Seasons, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And there was a, there was a long driveway up to the Four Seasons and it had the weirdest water fountain. It was like three life-size stone pumas that were holding up a water fountain. And I just pointed and laughed wow. and he was like, what's funny? And I said, your career. 
<laughs> isn't it isn't it weird how we can cosplay being rich sometimes yeah. in comics like i was in a month and a half ago i was in telluride and hanging around with billionaires and very successful successful musicians in the same tent we're all eating the same food staying in a nice place we're all eating the same you know? food they didn't get gold flakes <laughs> and then <laughs> and then, uh, you know, uh, my ride to the airport changed because we had to pick up musicians and I didn't want to send an extra shuttle driver for just me. So, uh, yeah, it, it fell apart so quickly. But every once in a while you get a taste, you know, of incredible success. And it's like, wow, this must be this must be wonderful to have all the time. I never uh, I you know, I, I always um, I'm like it always makes me laugh whenever there's mostly because I want to stab somebody. Uh, I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's, yes. it's always like I, my, acu- this is my acupuncturist and I've told you this is in Calabasas and yeah. I went to their Rite Aid and I go to our Rite Aid for, for uh, prescriptions for Chris in Van, in Van Nuys, Nuys. In very Van Nuys. different than the, yes. than the Rite Aid in Calabasas. Yeah. And I was talking to the woman who, um, is the receptionist essentially at the acupuncturist. And I was saying, I just walked through the widest aisles. Nothing was locked up. It was just, everything was in stock. There was a lot of things on sale. There was a self checkout at a Rite Aid. Give me a break. And, um, Oh, they have those at CVS. Uh, yeah, not, not, yeah, the, they not the Rite Aid on Woodman. <laughs> on okay, on gotcha. Woodman and Sherman gotcha. way. There's uh yeah, gotcha. and so, but the the woman, uh, the uh, the the woman, the receptionist was like, "Why is that funny?" And I said, "Well, it has to be funny because it's not fair, and I want to stab somebody." And uh, and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> I completely relate." Um, but yeah, those are your only options. Well, because yes, the one the that gig that uh, I did with Vargas Mason and April Macy and Alicia Cooper, where we we were supposed to go to Afghanistan, but we ended up in Africa. Oman and Kuwait. Yeah. Um, the Africa gig, for some reason, they decided to show us the hotel that they often, but not us, <laughs> put up what, the comics. Wait, where in Africa? Djibouti. What, what it's it's right. It's just north okay. of Ethiopia. That's the capital. Well, it's of a, it's essentially okay, a city right. state, right? It's a very small. It was created okay. so that uh, oh, the United States, France, Great Britain. And uh, some other NATO could all have troops there, so they just we all have bases. Yeah. Oh, it was, it's like the Diego Garcia of Africa. Have you ever heard of Diego Garcia? It's this little island. I did shows there during the my Gulf War tour, <laughs> um, and it's like this little island that uh, Britain, uh, of course, took over, like as it's going to do. And uh, yes, yeah. And uh, they kind of use it as a, a, a refuel. They used it. I think it may, ch- it may have changed hands, if I remember. But they used it for at the time to refuel for uh, the Gulf War. So, so it sounds like it, that's a similar, yeah, yeah, because it's it's you know. on the it's essentially on the east coast of uh, the continent of Africa. It is close to everything, and we, okay, yeah. So, but they took us to the hotel, and it had one of those infinity pools. <laughs> And a lot of dudes in um, speedos that look like they had too much money, 
and uh, and they were probably cast as villains in American action movies. And um, right. and then there were some uh, African businessmen that Vargas Mason and I was like, dude, do not go up to them. He was like, when am I going to be in Africa again? Because they were all wearing like <laughs> African business guard. I mean, they were they were wearing commercial yeah. clothing of their country, but they were dressed up yeah. because they were at meetings. And right. he wanted pictures with them. And I was like, you're both adorable and the ugly American. And uh, nothing. To be done. <laughs> and uh, they were very patient with him. So that was very nice. So he's. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. I mean, it's always nice to be treated uh, like a movie star by an American, you know? So, hey. No. Right? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Let's let's just say, I don't know. Probably not. But okay. So be yeah. it. Yeah. Jackie, you brought it up. I'm That's commenting. It. Right. And. Uh, <laughs> That's the whole that podcast. Is, that is the whole podcast. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So I got off the airplane uh, an hour ago. And here we are. And um, I sold every single piece of merch I brought. I sold 120 hats. I sold 50 challenge coins. The gross on that is $4,000. I know. I cannot handle how much money your merch makes. It's um, it's unbelievable I am still in the red on the hats. Because I had to buy five hundred of them. You know, I can't. Also, I got, I bought uh, twenty five of our beanies that say "Kills Like a Guy" oh, yeah. with Andy's incredible, oh, the good art. Yeah. you know, uh, graphic. Oh, so good. Um, and it came in a gigantic box, twenty five. And I'm like, oh my god, she has. Uh, I don't know what uh, twenty five into five hundred. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, she has twenty of these. What the fuck? Do you have an extra garage? Like that is ridiculous. Yeah. It's a massive amount of stuff. Right. To store. Well, now I only ha- and- I have less than five. I now I have three hundred. You know, because I probably sold twenty or thirty of them online. So now I- you'll be out by three hundred fifty. By I say March, you're I, done. Well, by hopefully, March. yeah, it'd be great to have uh, worked through uh, worked through them by by spring because they're beanies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of the perfect yeah. time, though. So. Yeah, it really is. Um, and we want people buying this stuff before global warming hits, <laughs> and they don't need to. Well, you know what? They're going to need to cover their heads for the melanoma. So <laughs> either way, I think we're good. Um, no, Jackie, I know that you're storing 500 hats. I'm so glad it's fewer because I feel less guilty for pointing out I've got like a 9 foot by 20 foot speaker. Right in my garage that we used right. <laughs> I was telling somebody, about, I, I think I was telling Carmen Morales about it, about, uh, cause I, I still want to do, we should do, figure out how, and we don't have to, I mean, here's how he did it. Uh, Eugene Merman started that comedy festival yeah. essentially in New York at a space where yeah. he just, it was, he called it a comedy festival. It was just a once yeah. a year party that he threw with tw- yeah. a dozen of his favorite comics. And that's all he right, did. Right, right. It was just a couple of days yeah. of stand-up comedy. And, um, and then I guess there might have been some panels or some podcasts or I don't know what there was. Oh, that would some be fun to do. Part. I mean, oh, yeah? if we did it, yeah, if we did it, it, 
at one of our houses, the venue would be free. But that would be fun to have a panel in your backyard with like major comics right. or something. Well, uh, we could do it. We could. Seems like it a does lot of work. seem like a lot of work. And I think that we, I wouldn't want to do it in one of our yards because I wouldn't mind doing it in a venue where it would just, we would just have better, better microphones. I'm super into this and have a PA. Uh, right. We have the but PA, I mean, remember? We, Kyle, oh, right. you were the what? We, I don't think. He suggested. Well, no, no, it, was, yes. did, no. Didn't Kyle and, do the uh, tech on it the one time we used it in the backyard? I did, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he plugged it in <laughs> and uh, turned it on. <laughs> wow, that's that's got to burn. That's got to burn, Clark. Ooh, she's gonna hear from the union, <laughs> the non-existent podcasting union. It's coming up. <laughs> oh. Um, no, but, but, uh, yeah, I was just like trying to clean out what left, what little room I have. And I was like, this fucking right. thing it's just, enormous. It takes up so much space right. and it has to be protected. I can't like throw shit. All right. Over, but, you know? but, uh, but I will, um, I will think about that in my copious amounts of free time, but I will, uh, figure out when we can yes. do such a thing. And we could resell it or whatever. Um, but uh, let's see. Yeah. So, um, that sounds like an incredible week. I just had, I had spots here. My, um, you know, I had some fun shows. I was at uh, Comedy Magic last night. That I was saw fun. your post where, because you got chased. <laughs> what was it on the way home? Oh, no. On the way to, there was a car. You know, there's like SUV yeah. soft cars that they don't have lights on top. So, you, so from behind, it's either a black SUV, unless you can see the white car doors, right. which I couldn't because of the way it was angled. Um, or it's a cop car and I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And, uh, and so I was driving like a little nun. Yeah. How, for, how like, do you, uh, right. So you thought a cop was following you for like 10 minutes and it turns out it was just yes. one of the, because they just get normal SUVs now. And so everything looks like a cop car and it does it suck because you're following the rules. No, but whatever. But, uh, yeah, it does suck because I like to break the law. You're a Jackie, rebel. I think we too. all know that. But but here's <laughs> what I want to know: What do you do? What is your What is your think system when you when you are in real life or not real life? Okay, so here's what. So I was going down the four hundred five, and I I went in front of the cop car without signaling, and as I as I went over, I'm like, oh, is that a cop car? Did I just cut off a cop car? And so then I thought he was following me, waiting to see if I did one right. more thing. Right. Like maybe that wasn't enough to pull me over for. He just wanted one more thing. Maybe he's running my plates, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, not that I've done a crime that I know of, but still, you never know what they're, what they're calculating right? with their little machines <laughs> and their little desire to crush. And uh, and then and then he moved over and he was just a regular guy. But I was I was just, you know, I, I'm not going to make any quick lane changes. I'm not going to change lanes at all. Do you go you know, exactly gonna, the speed limit or do you go like two over because you're a tiny rebel? I I was just doing what everyone else is doing, including the cop. I wasn't slowing down, including the okay. non-cop. But yeah, I, I don't try to make it dramatic because that's oh also Oh my God, a, I, it turns out, I turn into, I, I start writing backstory and like, it just becomes ridiculous. Whenever I'm in real life or yeah. think I'm being followed by a cop, uh, I am like, I literally, I start singing in an effort to act nonchalant, <laughs> Lori. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jack, are you belting Sheena Easton? My baby <laughs> takes the morning Is that train. Easton? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Um, I remember I went from being a Sheena Easton girl to a Chrissy Hine girl within two years. That's a major, major change of sure personality. Is. That is. That's a maturity level that really. Did you start having your period? What happened? Is it? I Possibly. Lots of shit went down when I was 13. Uh <laughs> Um, wow, no, no truer words were ever spoken about anybody. Thirteen's <laughs> a hard year. Exactly, um, it's the worst. But my son turned seventeen on nice. Friday. Oh, it's a lot. And he he told me he feels like he hasn't done enough and he feels old. And I'm like, oh, there's no fixing this feeling that it just exists oh, all yeah. the time. He's like, oh, there's like younger people that are animating and doing more. And I don't I have time because of school. I'm like, what are you dropping out to animate? <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> we went, uh, Patton Oswald. you know, I wrote some jokes for him uh, in Montreal a year and a half ago. And I got paid for that. And he also gave me a gift certificate for $250 to this really nice series of restaurants called, uh, I don't know, it's on Highland and okay. Melrose. It's a bunch of Italian restaurants and they're all like under the same roof, but they're different. One of them's a Michelin. So we went to the pizza version of it and um, we, and his dad came too, and we spent, it was a $250 gift certificate and we spent $300 <laughs> on pizza food. Right. They were, we, did you, we did get a $68 cut of steak that we all split. Like we just yeah. got a, all the most expensive things and, and split it three ways just to see what yeah. they tasted like. Um, so it was, it was That's really nice. And uh, he got a ton of, he got some uh, manga from me and uh, I, clothes from his I got dad. A, uh, I got him a carton of cigarettes and a bottle of Jack. Is that okay? <laughs> right. He feels old, so we might as well start. I got, I like got him a graphic 50. novel um, that that Aww. I then gave to my nephew. Uh, but I'm just going to, well, because it <laughs> occurred to me, because I was having lunch with uh, with them yesterday in Milwaukee. Uh, so uh -huh. I was like, you know, I think Eric would like this as well. And so I'm just going to get another copy because I think that they would both, uh, cause I don't think he's read why the last man has he, does that sound familiar? I don't, okay. I don't, I don't know. He has so many, so much. I don't know. Uh, isn't it wild though? When you just think of our ancestors just a hundred years ago that you can say yesterday I was in Milwaukee and here you are in Los Angeles right now. It's crazy. It and I, um, Jackie, sometimes I like to think about how far humanity has come <laughs> when we are bombing ourselves into oblivion. Well, you, you have to think about how far we've come because otherwise uh, you would be very, very depressed all the time. You have to think about civilization and, and, the, and the strides we've made and the fact that there are definitely people who want us to go backwards and there are definitely people who want to end it all because they think these are the end times. Yeah. But... Um, that leads to heaven. Right. There's no talking these people out of what they believe if they think this. There's evangelicals in this country that want exactly what's happening in the Middle East to, right, to get they worse. Think the rapture's coming. So they can go they to think heaven. The rapture's coming. They don't know what oh, the rapture is. It's so disgusting. It's pretty bad. Uh, but um, I am going to lateral move and tell you about. So we went to Philadelphia. Okay. And here's, of course, the great mm. thing about opening for the Maria Bamford fan base, which uh, m many of whom like me, but a lot of them 
most of whom don't know who I am. Like there's, there's a, like a third of them are like, Oh good. Uh, you've opened for her before, or they know me from whatever. And, um, but her fan base is so attentive and she's working on this new bit. We both have these giant bits that don't have enough punchlines, but the audiences are interested uh, which of course makes you want to just infuriates, right? It just makes you want to go, I'm the worst. Why aren't there 19 more punchlines? Well, because it's not done yet. It turns right. out it, this. So yes. my America chunk reminds me a lot of the, they, them chunk. I think it's going to take, it's going to take time. Maria's got a new chunk about money. That's going to take time. It's like her 12 step chunk. It took a long time to get that thing to work. And now it's tight as fuck mm -hmm. it's so good and yeah. uh so yes but so we go to philadelphia we do helium um for five shows across the street from the philly helium is a junk store uh which isn't a real did i did i tell you this uh i don't because I I, somebody said that that was a term from our childhood and i thought it was you I, oh that is a term for my I, I, I might, might have last yeah. episode talked about finding these books from when I was a kid. Okay. Yes. So that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. happened. Yeah. And yeah. then and the shows were good and it was all good. And then we, then we went to Pittsburgh and um, just one show at the Pittsburgh improv. And that was sold mm -hmm. out and was pretty fun. And we walked around Pittsburgh a fair bit. Um, and then we went to Chicago for five shows at the den and Wow. Nice. Did you stay at that hotel that used to be that has like a pool at the very bottom that they, you know what I'm talking about? At like an old, like a, 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 it used to be maybe a, a post Hilton office. Property. So no. Oh yeah. That's and, oh, yeah. Um, okay. And it was about two miles from the venue and I rented a car so I could drive oh, up to okay. Milwaukee thinking, Oh, they'll have valet parking. It might be 50 bucks a night. I got the car for free on points, right? Uh, okay. Well, they don't have valet parking. They only have self-parking, and it's $55 a night. And <gasps> the front desk was like, but if you put, do you have the app, this app? And I was like, what app? It's a parking app. And you find the cheapest parking in cities. And so... Oh yeah, I've used that in San Francisco. And it's all well and good, the app. But it uh he helped me pick the parking lot and it doesn't have in and out privileges, but it was gonna be like a hundred bucks, hundred and ten dollars. And so I park the car. I on Wednesday when we get there, we don't have a show that night. So I go, I hang out with my dad, and uh and then I come back and then I park the car. I don't touch the car again until Saturday morning. I've used the app. I've paid $110 and I have the ticket and the app and I go to the, the front window. Cause I'm like, how do I do this? And the guy goes, well, first of all, you're in the wrong lot. So it's going to be another $300. How <gasps> Wait, how did they let you I in? I just got a ticket going in. Oh yeah. no. So wait, it cost you $410 yes. to park. <gasps> Which is what the car was going to cost. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I know it was fuck? a lot. And, but, and Darla was like, well, if you call Amex, you never use that lot. So you might get the hundred dollars back. So 
were you, and I know you were because I know you now, tempted to run over this employee <laughs> who told you that? I was, I, there was a brief moment when I thought, well, you should be mad. And then I realized he didn't make me park incorrectly. He, I mean, there is a power in those parking lot guys. They, he could have just let me out and it wouldn't have cost him anything. Yeah. But right. just, and I only know that because of, of people that I know that have worked at parking lots here in LA, you could just let people out, but you, they have to be inspired to do that. And I had been nice enough to him that mm-hmm. I was really hoping that he would be inspired to do that. It turns out he was not inspired to do that, Lori. So Jackie, did were you wearing uh did you show him any I didn't titty? I didn't even show him a clavicle. Nothing. <laughs> well, what do you expect? I know it. what do you expect? You have those enormous <laughs> tatas and you kept them oh, buttoned God. up while you're trying you guys, to save you should money. See my clavicles. <laughs> it's weird that it's plural it should just be clavicle <laughs> that's what i say i don't want to go off on that tangent again i know it bores everybody. every six months welcome to clavicle talk your your spin-off podcast um you know it's it's weird i was like um marin is like killing it wtf is just so good you I, know? I wish i listened he's, to it he's taught it's great. And he taught, you know, I love the monologues. I know comics have made fun of it, but I'm like obsessed with like, what's he doing in his career? What's happening now? Cause he's, his, his feelings about stand up are, they're more similar to ours than a lot of the younger comics we work with. What, what, that what, are, are starry. Maybe we should right? start a segment where you review his monologues. Cause I would like to hear about his monologues. <laughs> <secondhand. laughs> um, you're about to, uh, and he's talking about, about Israel and being Jewish and it's, it, it's just really good. And, and he's definitely, he's not naming names, but he fucking hates the right wing uh, half of comedy. And I love it. There's not a lot of guys, Pardo as well, but there's not a lot of guys that are just like, this is fucking bullshit. Everyone's sort of like trying to, you know, stay friends or whatever. Um, and he's just doesn't give a fuck. Um, and I think he's just not naming names to so that he doesn't you know, complicate, stay drama yeah. free. Because yeah, but you know who he's you know talking who he's talking about, about. And, and, and you know that if like, he ran into him in real life, he wouldn't talk to them. He would <laughs> probably not. not even if he likes you, he's prickly in real life. <laughs> well, you know, it's so, just yeah, like I remember, wouldn't? and this is, I do, I do not believe I'm talking out of school by talking about that Todd Glass seeing Louis C.K. right after. Uh, the 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 thing. Oh, Todd Class yelled across the room, "We don't talk anymore." To to Todd to Louis C.K. Do you, do you ever hear that story? I love I Todd Glass. I think I might yeah. have. I did, and I when I when I opened for Gary Goldman a couple like a month ago at Largo, Todd was there, oh, and I was. I just I I'm, I told him. I think they said that I'm like. Had we started together, I think we'd be best friends. Like, I just love you, but I never see you. And we don't have enough shared memories. But I'm just your one of your biggest fans. And I love you. So oh, I just told him that. Um, but so so with Mar- so Mark Marin had Larry Charles on. And it's a great interview. And um, that it's just sort of like Larry Charles was talking about. He, he gets along with everybody. And um, he was talking about Bill Maher. He he did something with Bill Maher. He's like, yeah, he's, you know, he's fine. And uh, and you could tell that was dragging Marin crazy. He's fine. But also then he, 
damned you with know, faint you, praise, it, 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 I believe is the term. No, it's it's more like I, guys can exist in a way where they can interact with other guys that are awful, awful people, but that, that person's not awful to them, so they don't see it. You know, yeah. it's like how white people can talk to uh, someone who's a racist, but maybe because they don't bring anything up, you're like, you just think right. they're normal, it's, right? It's a, it's a common so, problem. So, yeah. so, but yeah, so he was just talking about, you know, working with Russell Brand and, you know, he's very professional, very cool. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, so it's, uh, you know, if you're a guy and you work with Russell Brand, he's mm -hmm. one way. He's, he just seems like a reasonable, smart guy. And, if you're, and then I remembered all the accounts of women who had been raped by him saying his eyes go black, his soul leaves <laughs> his body, and he just starts attacking you. I'm like, these were two, we're two. talking verbatim? about the same guy. Is that how they, is that how they what? literally described it? Yes. She, yes, shit. yes, yes. And it's just so, it just made me feel like, think about the business and how many times women we maybe not even articulating in our heads, kind of like take ourselves out of situations because we're not sure about this one or we, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're constantly not comfortable with everybody, yep. like every man. So you sort of pull yourself yep. out and to take, and don't realize all the business opportunities you're mm -hmm. missing because this guy, your spidey senses have correctly said you don't want to be alone in a room with this guy now men don't have that spidey sense about a lot of these guys and they just they start making business deals and everyone gets rich right now if you marry one of these guys maybe you'll be rich but if you're actually the actor or the female comic or whatever you're kind of like just left out of a lot of shit because guys don't have to uh protect themselves that no, way well they're, they're not hyper it just made me sad yeah, on that on the drive home. It's a long drive home from right. Hermosa. It was a long was drive like, home. And, and uh, a lot of those guys are in that those green rooms, right? They're just old dinosaur dudes that are just kind of hanging out. And, and current dinosaurs. And, 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 and baby, baby dinosaurs. dinosaurs. People, guys that will be dinosaurs. Uh, hello, baby dinosaurs. <laughs> but... But you know, it just it it it's uh it's just a shame. And then I just start thinking about so many female geniuses, so many comedy female geniuses that I know that have just disappeared for whatever reasons. I don't know. And some male geniuses have disappeared too. But I oh, just yeah. uh, was a little sad. Well, on that note about female geniuses, let's take a quick break. I'm Jordan Cruciola, host of Feeling Seen, where we start by asking our guests just one question. What movie character made you feel seen? I knew exactly what it was. Clementine from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Joy Wang slash Jobu Tupaki. That one question launches amazing conversations about their lives, the movies they love, and about the past, present, and future of entertainment. Roy in uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I worry about what this might say about me, but I've brought Tracy Flick in the film Election. So if you like movies, diverse perspectives, and great conversations, check us out. Oof, this is real. New episodes of Feeling Seen drop every week on MaximumFun.org. And then let's talk quickly about, or at length, about this week's comic of the week. <laughs> this week's comic of the week. You know, uh, I have been slightly jealous because you have been getting... Uh, just comics showing up in your Instagram feed. I got one show up in right. my Instagram feed and we had a conversation before this where you're like, is she Canadian? Why have we never heard of her? And, uh, <laughs> but, 
Well, also her name is her name is right. very so, French. So I'm like, she's either from France or she's from <laughs> Quebec. Montreal. She's or whatever, not from right? France. And uh and I cannot figure out if she I do not believe her to be Canadian, but her name is Isabel Pierre. And she's fucking hilarious. Uh, I was what I watched uh, like like three of her reels, and then I went to her website, and she has a bunch of stuff. She also has uh, a part in the new Loki TV show, and so she is, you know, one of the great multitasking uh, comics of uh, the Los Angeles area, where Yay. she's creating her own content. She's acting. She's doing stand up. Very funny, Isabel Pierre. What is? Content. What's her, what's her handle? What's her? Uh, it's uh, the Isabella Pierre. Yeah, the the P-A-T-I-S-A. Isabella. I S A. Yeah. Is it, it? No, it's Isabel with it's B E L L E, right? Uh, I thought T-H-E-I-S-A-B-E-L-L-E-P-I-E-R-R-E. Go follow. There we See, go, Jackie. That's why I thought she was French. Every every American is named Isabella. That's that's oh. one of the top. 10 names for the last 20 years. Uh, and Isabel is uh, very French. That's why that's why I made that assumption. Correct or incorrect? Si j'étais un garçon, j'aurais un zizi. Wow, there seems to be some sort of... Holy uh, shit. Peel it out! Happening in somebody's neighborhood. <laughs> Someone's got to get the fuck out of Burbank around here. But tell me the, the setup to that joke of hers that you were oh, telling me. Right, right. Oh, she was just doing a little bit. It was, it was a joke that had the tiniest amount of crowd work. And because of content yeah. requirements, <laughs> she posted the joke. <laughs> and uh, she said, she was talking about who her favorite, she is black, and she was talking about her favorite white women. And then she was pointing to different women in the audience who were clearly black. She was like, who's your favorite white woman? And no, not the two women that she pointed to, there was not even a beat of silence. They were just like, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, they had, that was the only one I remembered because that's a uh, the black widow. Jackie, are, do you think either of us is a black woman's <laughs> favorite white woman. That would be so exciting. Let us know. We're trying so hard to be good. Let us know. I'm an okay ally, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. So we did the Chicago and and I I like Chicago. Uh if Chicago is a little bit like New York in the way that to live in Chicago, I would have to live in a doorman building, quite honestly. And, um, right. but it's, uh, it, it has, uh, I, because I spent the, I drove from Milwaukee, uh, from Chicago to Milwaukee twice. And my father, of course, was like, you didn't go, you took, you did you went around the toll roads, right? Which is something we've been doing for 70 years, going around the toll roads <laughs> so that Illinois doesn't get $6. Uh, and, and it's, but Shell Oil gets $70. Well, and, it, and it is a prettier, the Waukegan 41 or whatever it's called. Uh, it's, a, it's a prettier ride because yeah. all the fall colors are in, 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 uh, it's, it was gorgeous. Yeah. And Shanking. yes, yeah. and we, uh, so we went, um, yeah, and I and I picked up a bunch of new paintings from my dad. My dad's uh, he did a, a series of different cows, and I think I might have told you about them. Yeah. But they're just like whimsical. Did, yeah. And I was like, "Why are you painting so many cows?" He was like, "I'm feeling whimsical," and uh, which is good. He's probably trying to not think about uh, Artsek, you know. And uh, 
which by the way, that painting behind me right there, that is yeah. Uh, yeah. a piece of art that was an Armenian sculpture. It's probably 25, 30 feet tall. And it's, it's a, wow. it's a couple, it's a man and a woman. And uh, it's an Armenian sculptor. It, it, he put it there in 1967 in Azerbaijan. It's always been Azerbaijan. I'm not saying that it's not ethnically Armenian. And watching Armenians being marched out of Azerbaijan, super triggering. Right. But um, right. the this is, you know, that's a, it was an Armenian sculptor. And now there's Azeri flags all over They've just posted Azari flags all over it. But here's the thing. I don't mean to go Indiana Jones on everybody, but that belongs in a museum. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it does. It belongs in a museum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with an Armenian talking about Armenian things. I'm all on your side. Uh, <laughs> always. always. And are you also on the side of Indiana Jones? That belongs in a museum. There you go. Sure. I mean, that feels like it's part of what it's important to you. And as a friend, I'm on that. I'm on your side. <laughs> and here's what I'd like. Yeah, go ahead. I will see. Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. I, I have a, I have a topic change. So if you have more Armenian things to say, no, I was just going to say, um, one of my favorite things about Israel are the salads. So, uh, it wasn't really, <laughs> please make a lateral move. I yes. do. I do love an Israeli salad. And that's our commentary on the Middle East. <laughs> exactly. I will say that, uh, you know, I've been, I don't even know, like I've just been posting tons of ceasefire sort of stuff, right. you know, and retweeting, we retweeting people that seem to have a better grasp on what's happening than yes. me, uh, who, you know, uh, it's, uh, I can't imagine what it's like to either be Muslim or Jewish right now and see all this going on. So whenever, you know, a Jewish comic is perhaps reacting well, no, but, in a way where you're like, Oh, I'm not sure about that. I'm like, I don't know. I have not had my whole life being called that slur. What, what, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen like just a Jewish person on Twitter they will post like replies to stuff and it's all this anti-Semitic shit. And you're just like, Oh, this person, they get this shit all the time. And it's not a world right. I live in. I right. don't get it at right. all. Right. And so, uh, I don't know. There's a, seem, feels like there's a couple comics that are like, seems like they're, they're accidentally maybe are they high? leaning genocide. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I do feel like, oh, you know, if you have people in Israel, you've been maybe that's going to make you a little more emotional in that direction. Understandably, I, I don't know. All I know is I I I'm retweeting a lot of stuff about Palestine and Palestinians and a please God, let a ceasefire happen as soon as possible. So these kids can stop being buried by rubble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it's a fucking nightmare is what it is, obviously. And, um, yes. and it's just every, it's all bad guys in charge, right? It's not the people of Israel yes. and it's not the people of the, the Gaza. It is the Hamas, which is a separate organization who is willing to sacrifice just because they've had it. They're, they're, they're like, maybe the world will care if they watch what, 
And Netanyahu, I'm willing to say it, is a goddamn monster. And he always has been. It's a total piece of shit. And it's not, yeah. nobody's surprised to say that out loud. I believe the, the his approval rate right now in Israel is 30%, which is 30% more than it ought to be. And, uh, but there you go. <laughs> right. And But I also understand, yeah. you know, the fear of the fact that they're surrounded by people who wish to annihilate them. And... But, but it feels like the people of Palestine are yeah. as well, just or the Palestinians are as well, because yes, they're not exactly. being allowed into, exactly. into Egypt. They're not being allowed into Jordan. So so nobody's... Right. Jordan has a ton of Palestinian oh, refugees from oh, previous, previous yeah. situations. Yeah. The queen of Jordan is Palestinian. Okay. Uh, queen Rania. She she made a very eloquent video. It's just, it's it's like... You know, like, oh, I, I don't know too, you know, I don't know enough. So I watched, read a lot, watched Good. a documentary and it's like, oh, now that I'm fully nope. informed, I have no fucking way yes. how to solve this. <laughs> huh. This seems tough. Uh, good luck to diplomats and everyone who does it. But, you know, uh, let's stop the killing of children as soon as possible. Yeah. I don't, I hope that's not a controversial no. statement. And I'm, you know I'm I mean? even willing to stop the killing of adults. In other news, uh, yes. I got a new phone. Yeah. Just gonna bring it back to nothing, Lori. Gonna bring it back to a lot of. <laughs> that's that's what comedians do. We're we're posting our anti genocide in tweets between, and then hey, come see me. <laughs> Ask, come see me. I'm in between my new merch, tonight, guys. you guys. And uh, so, so oh yeah. God. So selling the merch, I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize I have the the fifteen. That I because my my eleven was pokey and slow, and so they I did a trade in, and so I got a new iPhone, and it's the one that has the new adapter. Oh, okay. So my Square no longer works with that phone, so I need to get uh, right. where I would plug. I if I had a a Bluetooth one, it would be fine, but I don't care enough. I would rather spend thirty dollars where I plug my Lightning into an adapter and then that lightning turns into a USB-C. Uh, it's a great story, but here's a scoop. Um, never got it. So I have a, a laminated Venmo PayPal. So yeah, I saw, I saw your yeah. merch set up. It was very yeah, impressive. So, uh, people were, they were doing cash or they were doing Venmo or PayPal. And when I believe it was comedy on state or it was comedy works made that, that flyer for me. They also put a tip QR code for no reason, and people tipped me. So, yeah. Uh, nice. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, stand-up comics. Everybody has $5 that they would also like to just give you if they don't want a hat or a shirt or something. They just want to toss you some cash. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, uh, not to... But I was listening to Marin yeah. and Stanhope talk, oh, wow. which, Jackie, you got to love that. When it's comics our age talking about comedy mm -hmm. today, it's yeah. heaven, right? I got to sit in these green rooms and pretend I'm like, oh, what, you know, like I'm into everyone's uh, content <laughs> strategy when really I don't want to do it at all. And to listen to Stanhope just go, that's, I just don't. I got into comedy, so I didn't have to do anything all day. Yeah. <laughs> That's not exactly why, but that was one mm -hmm. of the perks. It's a perk. <laughs> when we yeah. started. Yeah. All right. And, and, and they were just saying, like, these comics, these, they work all fucking day. 
And what is required of us now is to work all day to do this shit. And it, and I fucking hate it. And, and I'm not converting over to liking it. I'm trying to make myself, you know, trying to have a good attitude. I, that is so noticeable by the way, that you're trying to have a good attitude. I see that. (laughs) (laughs) I, what? Guess what? I got my son for his birthday, you know, yeah. Cameo. Oh, right. I love Cameo. I've only done it a okay. couple of times, but I should do it more because so uh, Carl from The Walking Dead, his name is Chandler Riggs, that actor, his, he was a kid in The Walking Dead. I think we met him when he was like eight. And through, I'll just tell you, you're not, you I might don't. not watch okay. it. You'll forget if you get to it. But I think when he was 13, he ended up dying. So, mm-hmm. but we spent his whole childhood, most of his childhood with him, rooting him on, thinking he was going to be a leader. Ended up, he ended up uh, getting bitten by a walker. And uh, it was heartbreaking. And apparently it's not in the, in the comic comics, books, according to comics, he's the final son. story. He is the... the that is it's, fucking it's ridiculous. He should have been... almost as he if the comic ending is substantially better in every way. Ugh, so annoying. Because he was a great actor, it was he is one, and it's a great character, and that loss was so unnecessary. Anyway, I think I I wrote this in my little. Well, we got Henry Laurie, <laughs> <laughs> who was also beheaded. I, uh-huh. It's another I mean, spinoff podcast, you guys. The Walking Dead. <laughs> Good. Are you bored <laughs> listening to us talk about something? Good. <laughs> uh-huh. Welcome to my life for the last ten years. So. Um, Anyway, he did a, a cameo. It was like 140 okay. bucks for my kid on a his birthday. Number. And it was it yeah. was really fun. It was nice. Well, with tax and stuff. And uh, he did a nice job. And my son, like, replayed him saying, hey, what's up? You know, my son's name. What's up, dude? <laughs> like 5,000 times. And he loved it. And it was so easy. And I, um, you know, if, if anyone's out there stuck for a birthday present or something, you know, get a cameo. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's nice. I forgot that how cool nice. it was. Um, yep. I I got one when my friend Cheryl Wood, her mom died. I got one from Morgan Fairchild for <laughs> Cheryl because she liked Aww. Morgan Fairchild. And Morgan Fairchild talked about her uh, loss she had had. She's just doing one cameo for one person and she's kind of like cutting open a vein and talking about it. That's it's like really, really cool. cool. Are, are they pre recorded yeah. or yeah. is it an interaction? No, no, no. You you say who's this for? What's their name? What are they into? So he brought he brought up my son. He said my son's name. He's like he talked about anime, water polo, being turning seventeen, and then he talked about a couple of his birthdays on The Walking Dead. Yeah. You know how it, it and it, it just felt like it was a real personal thing. It was for my son. But it's pre recorded. It cool. It's not like a live Zoom. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's not live. No, they record it and then they send it to you. Like they have a week to do it. And I and I ordered it not in a week's time. So he had to turn it around quicker and he did. He, we got it the day before my son's birthday. So it was Maria pretty did, awesome. Maria was doing them. Uh, Cameo. She's on Cameo. I bet. I, uh, when I, I was asked to do Cameo after my mom died. They, they were contacted me. I'm like, what? What? Is, what? I can't imagine the amount of I'm sorry for your losses I'm yeah. going to have to do. No one's going to ask me to do right, anything else. Right, right, Um, I will say, so yesterday I went to Milwaukee and had lunch at Irv's Mug with my nephews and my dad, my sister-in-law. And, um, and then Maria had a daytime book signing. Her and Aparna Nancherla did a dual 
a oh, dual nice. book signing. And oh, so hers was, uh, was I think it was 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. So she got back at like 2 and I got back at like five because I brought the, I brought the, because I didn't want to pay another hundred dollars for the car. I just brought the car back to the airport after I had lunch and then just took a lift back to the hotel. Though I think the train would have been like two bucks. Um, the lift was $35. So, but I was just like, because it was pushing five o'clock and the show started at seven. Jackie, you had extraordinary automotive costs in this last. It was a visit little. It was a little bit, but Chicago. I had saved so much money by using the points for my credit card. I felt like it. It was okay in the in the eleventh hour. Why did the universe need to extract five hundred dollars from you, one way or another? With I think it was three eighty. That's what I want to know in the in the in the final. Whatever. Yeah. But I do like the feature creep yeah, that you're too like. Much. Why was it six hundred and twelve dollars, Jackie? Why did that happen? <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I didn't get to see a partner. I would have liked to have gone to their book signing, but they didn't even read. Uh, Maria said they just uh, they just signed. So. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Hey, nice. Uh, can we take another break real quick? Oh my gosh. Hi, it's me, Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture game show, Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play a whole host of games, like one where I describe a show using limerick and our guests have to figure out what it is. Let's do one right now. What show am I talking about? This podcast has game after game and brilliant guests who come play them. The host is named Dave. It could be your fave. So try it. Life won't be the same. Uh, a big business starring Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. Close, but no. Oh, is it Troubled Waters, the pop culture quiz show with all your favorite comedians? Yes, Troubled Waters is the answer. To this question and all of my life's problems. Now, legally, we actually can't guarantee that. But you can find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. So what do you have this week? Uh, I've got more spots in town and I'll be putting in for more. Um, And then uh, we... I have water polo mom stuff this week. Halloween. Right, right. We have uh, our CF, I don't know, some conference finals in Santa Monica. On Tuesday night? On Halloween <gasps> afternoon. It's like five o'clock at night. I'm gonna I'm not gonna get back to the house till seven. I'm gonna miss a bunch yeah, yeah. of kids. That does sucks. Uh and my my son has a Luffy costume. What's and that? He, Luffy's from okay. One Piece. He's the oh, lead okay. in One Piece. He looks exactly, because he's very tall. He's got these long, skinny totally arms. He, what a perfect He looks costume. exactly like Luffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get him in a pose where he's got his arm out with a punch. Because yeah. Luffy has arms that extend. Uh, they're like stretchy arms. So they, they can extend right. miles. And uh, so. Well, that's because he's anyway. on a ship. Uh, he's got ranged attack from ship to ship. Is that what you're telling me? Jackie, it's absurd. You're not into One Piece yet. I, I tried. I watched about six episodes, but uh, the TV is kind of co-opted. It's hard to. Mm. And I don't watch. I, I, yeah. If I watched the more television that... on, my, on my laptop, I think I would probably. Mm. That would do it. It's all about friendship. Luke, uh, One Piece doesn't end. That's the disturbing. I mean, they do keep coming up with great. And so we watched maybe like a hundred and I was like, I'm out. I I need (laughs) an ending. Yeah. (laughs) But um, they do keep coming up with great, you know, new. I I was like, they, they cannot top this one, this one villain that was like a butler to a princess. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, that guy was so good. And, uh, and they, they kept matching it. I don't think they topped him. I thought he was the best. And then uh, pretty scary. 
No, I haven't. No, I think I may have left before <laughs> then, but my son, I know you're talking about. So anyway, so that's my Tuesday. And then, uh, and then they have another, if they beat the team, then it's Thursday. It's, it's one of those things that keeps extending if they right. keep winning. I, we, they, there was a game on Thursday that, um, we were we were losing dramatically. <laughs> dramatically. Like by the first quarter, it's like, oh, you know, so all the moms are like, we're cheering them on just right, to cheer but you're them like on. ten to nothing. And then for something, or... something like okay. that. Right. Not good. And uh and then the fourth quarter, I guess the coach was like, Well, let's just put everybody else in. Yeah. Like and they started putting people in. And one of the kids who's never played a game. Has never been yep. put in a game. Got put in, and he Rudy, got a goal. Rudy and Rudy. the team. <laughs> yes, they went insane, and then they started turning it around, and they started getting more goals. And we're like, "There's not enough time to make up." But we were screaming as if it was. And then I didn't have a voice for like two days. It's still kind of scratchy, but it was okay. a lot of fun. Um, that is great. Yeah. Um. Halloween mm-hmm. is the beginning of when I start watching uh, holiday movies. Uh, and so, okay. and I also, uh, I'm cut two things. First of all, I'm psyched that Tuesday this week is, is the last Tuesday. Is it still in October? Because I've been on the road so much. I have not recorded the new intro because at the dork forest, I, I just have a, I don't have a Patreon or anything. I just have a donation button and people mm-hmm. donate. But in November and December, mm-hmm. I asked people not to donate, but to donate to their local food bank. But I have to record a new intro so that, uh, so that they can do that. And, um, I didn't have to do it this week. Okay. I was pretty psyched about that. So, but I will have to do it for next week. Now, the other thing is movies. They start this week. It starts with the with the the uh, the peanuts. Hallmark. Uh, no, Hallmark. Uh. <laughs> it does not start with Hallmark. It starts with <laughs> Abbott and Costello uh, meet Frankenstein. It starts with Mister the Ghost and Mister Chicken, the Don Knotts movie. It starts with uh, the the new mutants movie that nobody liked but me uh the i own it on blu-ray i own it on blu-ray we're the two we're, yes we bought the, we're the only ones but what do you uh because i can't do really scary movies because they uh scare me congratulations uh people who make scary movies <laughs> uh, but i can do silly scary and i can do um kind of halloween like i tried to watch hocus pocus and i got i became unnerved <laughs> <laughs> I haven't uh I haven't seen it. I'm just making notes about things I want to talk about I'm when done. you're done talking about movies that I have. You haven't, haven't seen any of those? Okay. You haven't seen Abbott and Costello mean Frankenstein? Hocus Pocus? Oh. No. <laughs> we're uh Abbott Costello. They were famous when we were children. Yeah, I no. I yeah, I didn't care for them then, and I guess what I'm still the same person I was <sighs> when I was four. I believe that. Anyway, what would you like to talk about? Jackie, our our Patreon is going to get their stickers. I can't tell you. <laughs> that, okay, so I, I what I do, my process, which is very analog, is I take screenshots of where every, everyone's address because um, the, the way the Patreon, it doesn't, it won't print it out like you can put yeah. it on a label. And there's no way I'm, I'm trying to print 
on envelopes on my printer. It's just that that's going to take four days and then I'll throw the printer out. So I take screenshots. I, I print them. I cut them out with scissors. Like I do one for the address and one for the return. So there's no way they're not going to get those stickers. And I paste them on with little glue sticks on every single fucking envelope. And I lick the envelope with my own tongue. So Patreons, you're getting a lot of, a lot hard of DNA, work a lot of kill you're getting your DNA. stickers, a lot of DNA. Uh, yeah. Here's my question. So you don't have an Excel with, with addresses? I don't no? want it. Do, and no okay. one, no one suggest any okay. software. I <laughs> okay. figured it out. You have a plan. This is fine. A it's a little, okay. it's an art project. I do while I'm watching okay. television and it gets and then done. It, gets done. it takes a little bit longer. But I don't right. have to and learn. That, and now there's extra. Excel. You probably have like 25 extra of every sticker that we've ever sent, right? I have a lot. Let's, let's and bring a lot, them. And you need to well, stop. Well, let's bring them to, to okay. Austin. Okay. Uh, we and and, and we can give them to people. And then people will possibly be encouraged to join the $10. Because if you join the $10, you'll get new ones. Every, you, you, every three months, you get three new stickers about the about the podcast right i do, i do think we need to uh move away from having them all be squares like let's get some shapes next time you know oh, oh that's my we'll talk okay. about that do, later do, oh do you want die cut yeah. like they're like the cut out ones or something? i don't know but i i got i got little centaur shapes for yeah, myself for a while and they were cute and i think we're sending all squares to people yeah you know people have they have scissors you know, i don't know Circles. it's just yeah, something to think about. about okay no, I'm with you. Okay. Also, I, um, uh, oh, I had, you know, I, I do my nasal spray all the time to prevent COVID, right? So I got this new nasal spray. I was using okay. X-Clear. Um, and it has like a little wide handles. You push the handles down and spray in your nose. So I got this new one that has a little bit higher percentage of uh, COVID killing whatever drug yeah particles or whatever it, it has it has a higher kill rate good good <laughs> if you're gonna do and, it do uh, it right but the the little handles don't go out as far and so i i was about to go into trader joe's and i did some squirts and my sl- finger slipped up and it shot up my nose and i got a bloody nose oh no like i couldn't believe how much blood there was and i was like thank god this didn't happen right before a right. show like they'll just make sure to be really careful with these little handles, uh, because I, I would I I would it didn't stop bleeding for like an wow. hour. It was carnage, and uh, it was like uh, this. I would have had to cancel a show had this happened. There's no right, way you were going to go up with like toilet paper sticking out of your nose. Uh, here's it would have been enough. It would have been uh, so gross. This is what we've just learned here is also why you don't have a boxing yes. career. Uh, someone pokes you in the nose. <laughs> That's the. That's that is that is entirely yeah. the reason. Is that how they box? Do they stick st- something up your nose? I guess I've been watching no, you different kind of boxing. No, if you get hit jacket. in the nose and you're a bleeder, you're screwed. Right. That's that's one of the ah, yeah yeah. I did I did realize most of my medical training was from watching <laughs> Mick treat Rocky in the corner <laughs> of Rocky Two. <laughs> that's mostly what I know about what's, being what's a doctor. What's the um, uh, 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 Dang it, Warren Beatty and um, very famous funny girl Barbara Streisand movie from the late seventies yeah. where he plays a boxer and she throws in the towel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, it's I a, don't know. It's a, it's a, it's. Guess what? I get really. I was yeah. never. 
I was never attracted to Warren Beatty, even in his prime. Although I was very young in his that prime. That is so but weird. Event. But I the was, event. That's right. Main event. I was. I was. I was young in Ryan O'Neill's prime, and I was like, "That guy." That's hot. interesting because but, uh, Warren, Warren Beatty, Beatty has like, looks uh, like uh, Greg Giraldo to me. But I have that face thing. Oh, yeah. No. So God knows no. they are all brown-haired dudes look the same to me. Um, wow, Jackie, that's all blonde-haired dudes look the same. That's... Kyle, if he wasn't six foot nine, uh, would I wouldn't recognize him? I'd be like, "What? That's my secret." <laughs> I don't know how you got a slot, Kyle, but congratulations. In the role of that. Be a shape. Be a shape. Jack. <laughs> Be a shape like Kyle or our next batch. Rhombus style tenacity. All right. The die cut ones are a lot more expensive. That's the only thing I'll say. We could do one that's a little okay. more expensive as a gift to our parents. It's true. Because we it's love true. them so much. All right. Jackie, shall we spend our last minute plugging our dates like these yes. other comics do at the first minute of their oh, podcast? Well, we should we could do that from the top. We could do it twice. Go for it. We should. Okay, so we, mm-hmm. you and I, are in Austin at the Creek in the Cave uh, in uh, September 9th, tenth, and eleventh. Ninth, we're doing a podcast. We'll do a little stand up, and then ten and eleven, we're co-headlining. Guys, I can't, I hate to brag, but that is a fucking killer show. I don't even know if Austin deserves it. Right. And here's what I would recommend. You come to the podcast and then you come to one of the stand-up shows. I know that that's 25 bucks a pop, but uh, I think we're never, we don't come. We don't ever come. And would you, how much is a concert, right? How, what, how about this? If you come to the podcast show, we'll, we'll get you a free notebook. How about that? Oh, what do you, do you think? know what that does? Because you got a lot of notebooks left, huh? <laughs> I do have a lot of notebooks left. They're so they're heavy. really heavy, but uh, I I but, I can I can pack some. I got luggage. Anyway, and and then for me, I'm at the Comedy Fort the following weekend in uh, Fort Collins. That's the 16th and 17th. That's, That's a Friday, Saturday, and, and then December 17th and 18th of November. There you go. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then December 1st, I'm at Boxcar in uh, Utah. It's uh, right near Salt Lake City. It's a new club, and it's just that Friday night. And then Saturday, I'll be going to New York for bang out some spots. But come out to that Salt Lake gig at the Boxcar. Um, I will be posting links and all that kind of stuff soon. But if you're anywhere near Utah, make the drive, guys. I need people to come to my West Virginia Pittsburgh uh, shows in November. But so this week, November 2nd through the 5th, I'm doing like the second I'm in Worcester, Mass. The third I'm in Buffalo. The fourth and fifth I'm in Huntington, New York. And I'm just opening for Brian Regan. You'd get to see Brian Regan, you guys. Very exciting. And um, why is that in there anyway? So, but the real the real thing I need you guys is is that second because so that's the and then the nine ten eleven Austin very exciting, and then I'm gonna on the fifteenth of November I'm in Morgantown, West Virginia. I don't know where that is, but I'm renting. It's a college town. I'm renting it's a, a college car. Town. I'm gonna drive, good. and uh, and then. 
I'm doing, so the 15th, I'm in Morgantown, West Virginia. The 16th and 17th, looking for sets around Pittsburgh. And then the 18th, I'm doing essentially the fanciest uh, liquor store in the world. It's a distillery. It's called the King's Fly Pit uh, Liquor. And so November 18th, I would love it if all of you came to that because that is, I believe, a door deal. That and I'm trying fun. to do more of those because people are like, come to my town that you never come to because they don't book me. And then in December, I'm actually doing Ann Arbor. I'm doing uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, the 7th, 8th, and 9th, Pearl Harbor Day. Very exciting. And um, Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you.